Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Let me tell you about uh, Preborn. Um, Preborn is um, is here to stand in the way of abortion, one of the tragic part of our lives as Americans. Even after overturning Roe versus Wade, it continues to rob children of their right to live. What's even more devastating is the majority of women who get abortions say they would have chosen life if they had more support. Preborn is stepping in to fill the gap. Women are being told their babies are clumps of cells. Preborn blows away that myth by providing free ultrasounds and postnatal care. Once they've introduced a mom to her unborn child, she's twice as likely to choose life for that child. Doing the work of God. Would you help? $28 will help a woman make a choice that she won't have to regret for the rest of her life. $28 is a free ultrasound for that mom. Just dial pound 250, say the keyword baby. Pound 250, say the keyword baby, or visit preborn.com slash Glenn. That's preborn.com slash Glenn. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. Well, it looks like we have some confirmation that the Nashville shooter targeted children for their white privilege. We'll get into that. Also, very, very disturbing news coming out of the FCC. And I will explain how freedom of speech is on the ropes today. We'll do that in 60 seconds. First, let me tell you about Rough Greens. Imagine if you had to live entirely on food that had little or no nutritional value every single day. And as a person who loves many foods that have little to no nutritional value, my first reaction would be to jump at the chance. But alas, when I had scurvy a week into it, I'm guessing I would see the errors of my ways. Yet this is how our dogs typically live when they eat kibble food. There's almost no nutrition in kibble food because it's been sterilized. That's why you want Rough Greens. It's not a dog food. It's a supplement 
that's developed by naturopathic Dr. Dennis Black. You sprinkle it on the food. Remember, brown food is dead food. You want the green stuff. You name it, if it's healthy for your dog, it's probably in Rough Greens. Rough Greens would like to send you the first trial bag for free. You just pay for shipping. Rough Greens, R-U-F-F greens.com slash back. That's roughgreens.com slash back. Or you can call them now. They're waiting for your call at 833-G-L-E-N-N-33. That's 833-G-L-E-N-N-33. Roughgreens.com slash back. Okay, so there have been three pages of the Nashville school shooter uh, manifesto. Um, <clears throat> this came out from uh, Stephen Crowder. Uh, we didn't talk about it yesterday because I wanted more verification uh, on it. And uh, I know Daily Caller verified it. Uh, Daily Wire said they verified it. We, I don't think we got independent uh, verification. However, we also got verification from the Fox News local in Nashville that they said it was real. Now, there's an investigation going on and how this came out. Um, and apparently the police are very upset. I can imagine. You know who's really upset by it? It would be the FBI and the federal government. Uh, in the manifesto that they refused to release because they said it was just too dangerous, <clears throat> at least on the first three pages, going to fancy private schools with those fancy khakis and sports backpacks with their daddy's Mustangs and convertible. This is in her death day plan. I wish to shoot you weak, whatever, with your mop yellow hair. I want to kill all you little crackers, bunch of little with your white privileges. So it looks on the first three pages that she was gunning people down really because of DEI. She was somebody who had taken the white privilege that whites are the most dangerous thing in the country now. And she took it upon herself. Diversity, equity, and inclusion. This is the result of that kind of hatred. <clears throat> now, Google and Facebook have reportedly censored the news of the manifesto's leak. Uh, in fact, they have deleted things on YouTube. They are suppressing this so it can't get out. Luckily, we have Blaze TV, which is behind a paywall. But if we do anything like this broadcast is on FCC regulated airwaves. So there are certain things I can say and certain certain things I cannot say. Um, but it is. Once I speak it, it is out. YouTube will probably demonetize us, which I don't even know what that means anymore because I haven't gotten a dime from uh, YouTube or Facebook or anything else for I don't even know how long. Um, so it will probably um, at least be suppressed. And that'll happen to everybody who talks about this. <clears throat> now, remember, this manifesto and the shooting happened 
uh, during the week, in fact, I think it was the day before, the Trans Day of Vengeance. Now, again, Facebook and Google censored the news of the leak, and they also uh, mass-suppressed reports on the Trans Day of Vengeance because of this attack at the time. So I think you can see how dangerous it is to have the government, Google, Facebook, YouTube, and everybody else in bed with each other. If this is indeed real, it also confirms that the Justice Department that immediately inserted themselves knew that the attack was racially motivated and did not investigate the shooting as a hate crime. The Biden administration has done nothing to seriously investigate the perverse and bigoted incentives behind the murders of six Christians. It also hasn't done anything to memorialize the victims. Do you remember White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre came out with statements in support of the trans community immediately. Kamala Harris met with rogue insurrection instigating Tennessee state representatives instead of the victim's family. Is this is this important? Is it important? If the government were neutral and trustworthy, I wouldn't have had a problem with the manifest being kept quiet because I don't want to promote any of that. I don't want to promote any of it. However, the government is not trustworthy. If the government would have come out and said this was hatred uh, on white people, that her manifest just spelled out this is white Christian hatred, then this wouldn't be a news story. But that's not what they did. They did exactly what they're doing with the uh, October 7th attack in Israel. With all of the anti-Semitic attacks happening here in America, suddenly all of this is about Islamophobia, not anti-Semitism. This became about transgenderism and not what it was really about. This is why the truth is so important. You can't do anything if you don't have the truth. If you are at the mercy of a government giving you the truth, whatever they decide that they want to steer the country in this direction or that direction, whatever they decide, because you don't know the truth, you go along with it. There is some really disturbing news from Commissioner Brendan Carr today. He is from the FCC. The Biden administration uh, has 
just put forward a plan for digital equity. And it is a plan for all Internet services and all infrastructure. According to uh, FCC Commissioner Carr, President Biden's plan hands the administrative state effective control of all Internet services and infrastructure in the country. Never before in the roughly 40 year history of the public Internet has the FCC or any federal agency, for that matter, claimed this degree of control over it. The plan calls for the FCC to apply a far-reaching set of government controls that the agency has not applied to any technology in the modern era. You got that? This has never been done before. No communication devices have ever had this kind of control suggested by the government, let alone applied. He went on and said, Congress never contemplated the sweeping regulatory regime that President Biden asked the FCC to adopt, let alone authorize the agency to implement it. Here's what's happening. As with everything else the Biden administration is doing, his broadband policies are failing and the building of Internet infrastructure in this country, uh, the price of it has gone through the roof. FCC wants new 5G broadband services, but it's all needlessly been blocked and delayed by new broadband uh, infrastructure um, regulatory red tape. So the government is blocking the private sector from doing it and then using that to say, see, we need to take complete control. This is breathtaking control of all information. The rules, the the rules that are suggested and are going to be voted on quick hurry next week. The federal government has a roving mandate to micromanage nearly every aspect of how the Internet functions from how Internet service providers allocate capital, where they build, to the services that consumers can purchase, from the profits that ISPs can realize, and how they market and advertise services to the discounts and promotions that consumers can receive. If passed, the FCC will be empowered for the first time to regulate every ISP's service termination terms, use of customer credit, account history, credit checks, account termination, among other items. He said, this plan reads like a document drawn up in the faculty lounge of a university's Soviet studies department. It, in, it includes plans to empower the FCC to regulate every single aspects, uh, aspect of the Internet for the first time ever. 
You have uh, an FCC policy advisor who has just read the plan. He said, quote, to call it extreme or radical doesn't do this proposal justice. Phil Kirpin has just come out and said Biden is turning digital discrimination into a pretext for regulating everything for equity. This is so far reaching. That it will mean even the blaze because we are on the backbone of the Internet. We can be completely separate everything but because we're on the backbone of the internet we will now have to comply by government fcc regulations i have done broadcast under fcc regulations for 48 years i know what fcc regulations are like i also started before Reagan, I think it was before Reagan, uh, deregulated the uh, radio waves and television waves. I will tell you that um, those regulations today would put this show out of business. I could not do what I do today if they just went back to the regulations that were in the FCC back in the 40s and 60s and 80s. I'll have more on this. This just came to my attention. I'll have more on this, but this is a very big deal. And the vote is next Tuesday. We'll tell you more about it, hopefully later on in the program, if not tomorrow. Because we're going to need everybody's help to make sure that Congress does not allow the FCC to grab the Internet by the throat. How often are you getting to gun range and practicing shooting? Are you doing it at least once a week, once a month? If you're like me, you enjoy target practice. But every time I think about squeezing the trigger and a bullet coming out, I think... Can I even replace that bullet? (laughs) It's going to cost me a fortune to replace it. But at some point, am I going to even buy be able to buy another one? This is why Mantis X is so important to me. It's widely used by the military. It started with Marines. You attach it to your firearm and you connect it with an app on your smartphone or your tablet via Bluetooth. Then whether you're firing actual rounds or even dry fire practicing, It'll give you instant feedback on what you're doing right, what you're doing wrong, and how to correct your technique. 94% of shooters improve within 20 minutes using Mantis X. It's like having a firearms instructor right next to you or in your pocket. And most importantly, it's going to save you money and ammunition. Start improving today. Get yours now at MantisX.com. That's MantisX.com. 10 seconds, station ID. Hey, I want to talk to you a little bit about uh, Blaze Originals. Um, the Blaze Originals, the series begins today. This episode is what really happened in Maui. It's another one of those events that we just it's just disappeared from the news cycle. 
Well, we're not going to let that be the end of it. We went and we talked to the people that were there. We have audio from 911 calls that have not been released before. And we tried to get some answers for you. This episode is for Blaze TV Plus subscribers. So if you're not already a subscriber, make sure you go to blazetv.com slash Glenn. Subscribe now and get $36 off of the promo code Glenn Plus. Now, this is just the first episode. Um, I'm going to have to take a few days off uh, here, I think, in December because I'm shooting a couple of episodes of something. And it has to happen during the week. And I will tell you that what uh, we're going to be doing, I don't know if it's, uh, if it's for, February, uh, for um, December or if it's for January, um, but we're going deep on something that will chill you to the bone. It's like we've talked about it on the air. And then our research staff came back and said, Glenn, there, this is a little deeper than what you thought. And uh, we're going to document it and talk to the people who are involved or at least try knock on their door and say, can we talk to you about this, please? Um, anyway, this is the first episode. All of the hosts are doing it. This is something we've been wanting to do for a long time. And it is possible because of you. Um, I'm tired of seeing the same news articles the same things and i'm tired of responding to the media we are now big enough to where the media should have to respond to us why are we responding to you know uh what's that stupid show with uh the women in the you know what i'm talking about nobody's watching that show the show with women uh, i'm not uh, sure the view the view uh, nobody's watching that show nobody is watching that show why do conservatives continue to talk about that show? Why are we response, uh, um, um, responding to the news that everybody knows is fake? I, I think the real answer to that is it's low-hanging fruit. Yes. It is the, it's, it's the dumbest people in our society making the points of our opponents. Yes. So it's very easy to just kind of like, hey, look at the dumb person, the dumb thing right. they said. But that doesn't get us anywhere. We have to get to the root of the story. Journalism is dead as you know it. It needs to be revived and put back into its proper place. We're doing everything we can to keep it alive here at Blaze Media. Support us by subscribing to Blaze TV Plus at blazetv.com slash Glenn. Get 30% off your promo code Glenn Plus. What really happened in Maui? It's available today exclusively on Blaze TV. Are we sure your entry in this isn't a scam? I mean, all you've told us about it is you're taking a few days off in December. Shh. Shh. What really happened to Glenn Beck in those two days? The Glenn Beck Program. Uh, if you haven't been paying close attention lately, our American history is constantly being written, rewritten by the left. Um, the postmodernist approach is, is to see that everything, everything in the terms of powerful uh, boots, just stomping down on the necks uh, of the truth. Honestly, they want kids to believe the boot, your boot is on the neck of the marginalized. All history, American included, is a lot more complex. We've been good guys and we've been bad guys, but it is time for the truth. The writers of the Tuttle Twin books know that your kids are being exposed to garbage 
And when they step into a history classroom, they've set out to change that with the Tuttle Twins history books. If you want to teach your kids the true principles of our founding, look up the histories that built our nation and be excited about personal empowerment instead of victimhood. Get them on our side. Get them to know the truth. Great time to get the Tuttle Twins history books. They're on sale right now in a big way. Plus, they're throwing in two bonuses for free. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. That's TuttleTwinsBeck.com. And it's BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. Use the code Glenn Plus and save 36 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. Today, I'm going to tell you a couple of stories. Uh, one is I'm going to uh, tell you a story that would uh, of the Lion King that would stop Walt Disney from spinning in his grave for just half a second uh, and would start all of the people in Disney now start spinning like tops. Um, and it's the story of how we're all Simba. I'll give that to you later on in the uh, program. I want to talk to you about something else, a little bit of history. We just talked to um, uh, talk to you about the FCC, and uh, we just got an email in from Brendan Carr, who, do I have this here? Yeah. Uh, he said, um, listen, it's largely a done deal at this point. The FCC, which is 3-2 Dem to Republican, will vote in favor of this next week. Pressure can still help. The Dems have known, been known recently to slightly soften their decision at the last minute uh, uh, if the public has pushback. Pressure from more centrist R's in Congress moves the D's even further right. Uh, but still, any interest and attention from any member of Congress can help, uh, both helping the odds of overturning this on appeal and help ensure that the people know what uh, how radical the Biden administration policies are that they're running through the administrative agencies. This is the FCC becoming the administrative state with unchecked power over all of the Internet service and equity. A little frightening, a little frightening. So when did all of this start? Well, you know what I'm going to say. Woodrow Wilson. Of course. Of course it's Woodrow Wilson. <laughs> Everyone in their cars right now is going, Woodrow Wilson. Wilson laid the ground for all of this big tech surveillance of today. And he did it with centralization and bureaucracy. A collectivism that American had never, ever seen before. Wilson's war message to Congress declared war on Germany April 2nd, 1917. He told Congress... The world must be made safe for democracy. Does that sound familiar at all? He said, we desire no conquest, no dominion. He used fear to convince people to do what he wanted. And Wilson had actually won the 1916 election on the platform of non-involvement in World War I, which is just called the Great War at the time. He campaigned on the he kept us out of war. He promised no war. He insisted if the Republicans won, they'll lead us into war. And I won't. Well, his second term started in January. And by April, he was declaring war. 
he couldn't let the country know that he had changed his mind because that would be too straightforward. He needed America to enter the war, how to get them in. He'd have to convince them that going to war was their brilliant idea. <clears throat> idea. So here's what he did. Listen to this. He started a vicious propaganda campaign. Now, all advertising back then was called propaganda. It wasn't advertising. It was propaganda for your company or whatever. The Committee on Public Information was the very first. This is the creation of the Committee of Public Information. It is 1984-esque. It is really nasty. It was the first and only time that America had a ministry of propaganda. It had 47 divisions, including the division of pictorial publicity, the four-minute man division, the news division, and the censorship board. This, this is why I worry the minute this nation goes to war, voices will be silenced. It set the standard for modern propaganda. It taught the Germans how to do propaganda with Goebbels in World War II. That's according to Goebbels. So to do this, he needed a sneaky ally. That man was named George Creel. Guess what he did for a living? Yeah, he was a journalist. Now, journalist is a bit of a stretch, but no more than someone calling themselves a journalist today. Creel described the Committee on Public Information as a vast enterprise in salesmanship. Wilson began to use the media, and it's what made this propaganda so powerful. He controlled the media. He knew if you control the voices that people trust, the voices, voices that people are looking to, you control public opinion. Control public opinion, you control the minds and the actions of the people. You know, if the, if the guard dogs and the truth tellers of society were telling people something, surely it must be true because the guard dogs would bark if the truth tellers weren't telling the truth, right? Unless you owned both the truth tellers and the guard dogs. Any of this sound familiar? Within a couple of months, Creel had recruited about 100,000 men, and they were a squadron of bullies. They stormed the movie theaters across the country. Four-minute men. Now, why were they called four-minute men? Because in the new movie houses, it took the projectionist four minutes to change the reel. Everybody sat there quietly in the darkness. Wilson's idea was in the darkness. This is a captive audience. Get a four minute stump speech, jump up in front of everybody and give a fiery speech about why we need to go to war. This was very, very personal. He used prominent members of the communities to spread propaganda designed by him and Krill all over America. They wanted to sway the American people, especially in the South, who saw no reason to enter a European war at the behest of a president that they'd ever voted for. Soon, 
The four minute men delivered their heated rants anywhere. There was a gathering of people. They moved beyond the four minute meal uh, uh, real change, but they kept it at four minutes. Preachers, lawyers, teachers, superintendents, athletes, magicians, aviators, titans of industry, even a few leaders of the KKK, like DeForest Henry Perkins, the Grand Wizard, middle-aged men who were too old to fight, used their gift for public speaking to spread fear and advertise war, to convince people to support the progressive ideas, the draft, food rationing, and support for the Red Cross. You know all those big propaganda posters from the Red Cross? You've seen those old-timey-looking ones with the nurse? and the, That's all part of this propaganda campaign. They give speeches in different languages. Historians estimate that in New York City, these speeches reached 500,000 people every week in New York City. And the trick was to make the speeches look like patriotic outbursts from passionate members of the community who were just spontaneously standing up. In reality, every message was scripted by the state and memorized by these people. Creel once said, quote, These were no haphazard talks by nondescripts, but the careful, studied, and rehearsed efforts of the best men in each community. Each speech aimed as a rifle is aimed and driving to its mark with precision of a bullet. Several hundred thousand Americans volunteered for their neighborhood watch. Americans betraying their fellow Americans, the people they shared their community with, if somebody wasn't on board with Wilson and his four-minute speakers, well, they had to be ratted out. There was something wrong with them. They were un-American. Hollywood got involved. Most famous actors of the time, Charlie Chaplin, Mary Pickford, they did the same thing the famous actors of our time do, berate ordinary people because they know better. Before long, it was literally impossible for anyone to speak out against the war. His goal was to censor and crush anyone who tried to stop him. And he did this by saying that they were dangerous, sound familiar, seditious, anti-American, anti-government villains pushing an insurrection. Wow. History doesn't repeat itself, does it? They claim that Germany was engaged in nothing less than a war against the government and the people of the United States. He even offered 14 points as a way to maintain his image as a peacemaker. But behind the scenes, he was sneaking progressivism uh, into a Trojan horse of foreign policy. He was saying, we're going to be the peacemaker. But what he was doing is coming up with the predecessor of the United Nations. He transformed intellectuals into militants for the state. In an editorial, Teddy Roosevelt wrote, if the League of Nations is built on a document as high sounding and as meaningless as the speech in which Mr. Wilson laid down his 14 points, it will simply add one more scrap to the diplomatic waste paper basket. Most of these 14 points would be interpreted to mean anything or nothing. Germans saw, saw it for what it was, propaganda. 
It is Wilson that destroyed an America that we will never know. He transformed it from a small town, quaint and local community, country, to a global war machine that could be controlled by an all-powerful executive. Between 1917 and 1918, Wilson pushed policy through Congress from the Espionage Act of June 1917 to the Overman Act of May 1918 that gave him total control. Were you late to the podcast today? Did you hear about what he's doing today with the FCC? Today's Wilson, Joe Biden, taking total control next week of the Internet. He made it a crime to willfully utter, print, write, or publish any disloyal, profane, scurrilous, or abusive language about the form of government of the United States. A few years later, 1924, the FBI became the first federal police force in America. Things have never been the same. Meanwhile, back at home, the four minute men continued the propaganda campaign until the war ended in 1918. By the end, over the year and a half long operation, the propaganda from the four minute men in Woodrow Wilson reached every single American where they lived. It laid the groundwork for the Wilson War State, which marched four million Americans off to war. It laid the groundwork for everything that we are seeing them finish today. Emergency situations come in a lot of different forms. Many of them are the type where you just want to have some food stored back just in case. Biden and his friends have done so much damage to the American economy that uh, this this administration looks like a, a national emergency. My Patriot Supply has so many, if not all, of your prepper needs covered. The biggest and the most important, of course, is emergency food. You're going to want to get their three-month emergency food kits. Amazing, compact, they last for 25 years, and they're full of great meals. The meals offer 2,000 calories per day. They're easy to prepare. We're talking a little warm water, a little heat, and you've got a meal ready to go. And uh, I can tell you from personal experience, it's delicious. Um, my Patriot Supply, I'm not going to tell you that whole story on how I got there, but my Patriot Supply also sells biomass stoves. It involves a lot of laziness. Off-grid room heaters for power outages, gravity-powered water filters, heirloom seeds, survival gear, all of this stuff might come in handy for you. Just go to MyPatriotSupply.com. Prepare at MyPatriotSupply.com. The Glenn Beck Program. When you're doing something important, you want to have confidence, right? You want to make sure you know what you're doing when you walk in the door. And when you talk about using your firearm, you go into a shooting range, you want to know what you're doing. You want to be confident. You want to raise your gun, point at the target, and not just miss it by six feet. Well, uh, that might be difficult because range fees are so high and, and ammunition cost is so high. 
So why not use the iTarget Cube? They give you these little laser bullets that go in your real firearm. You can get used to using it. You can uh, be able to practice your target shooting and everything else without putting holes in your wall or spending a fortune on ammunition. Now, they also have the iTarget Cube, which is really, really cool. You can go to the three-pack for a really cool, unique training experience. You can practice, uh, you know, clearing drills, random mode to uh, use your test your ability to react. It's all while the system is going to test every shot that you make. It's like a really advanced duck hunt, uh, but a lot, a lot of fun. And you can put it on your home's Wi-Fi, which you can place these things anywhere in your home to practice self-defense scenarios safely. Uh, If you want all the benefits of staying in practice and none of the drawbacks, iTarget is for you. And you can save 10% right now, plus free shipping with the offer code BLAZE10 at itargetpro.com. itargetpro.com. The code is BLAZE10. Get in practice. Uh, Blaze 10 is the code, itargetpro.com. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. We're glad you're here. Uh, well, there's a couple of things going on. We're, first of all, we're going to be uh, talking um, with a um, good friend of the program, Ben Weingarten. Uh, he's a Federalist senior contributor, and he is, uh, he's been doing some digging on how the federal government colluded to censor conservatives um, during the 2020 election. And he found some, uh, some interesting things about uh, my program. I'm really? anxious to hear. Yeah, hmm. I'm anxious to hear that um, and how they have ju- they just shut us down uh, during the election. He looked really hard. And he found overrated uh, radio Hall of Fame. What? You know, they say this is like, no, that's what <laughs> that's that was his main discovery. And I don't <laughs> I don't think so. No, uh, no, I I don't. Um, there's a couple of things. Election day today. Uh, early voting. Apparently. Could give the GOP the edge in Virginia. We'll see. If we're not early voting, if we're not out in force early voting, we're not going to win the presidential election or any other election. That is the way of the world now. We should be doing everything we can to get our neighbors to vote in early um, in early voting. Um, however, we'll see what happens today. Uh, traditionally, Early voting goes to the um, Democrats. But, you know, like I said, we'll see. In Ohio, voting today, deciding abortion rights and recreational marijuana. Yeah, the abortion rights thing is obviously important because um, we want children to be alive. And I know that's a weird thing to say in this day and age, but I'm just going to throw it out there. But it's also interesting from a national strategy uh, approach this is this is again another test for the democrats to be able to see if they can win elections based on their incredible uh uh, an an unending thirst for uh children to not be alive so it it may work as a strategy and it is important uh, on that front but also it would be nice if kids were alive too all right so we will see they start counting tonight, and then they may have to take a break for a while. Get the Glenn Beck Program. Whether your dog is an old codger who just likes to nap on the front porch all the time, like Uno now does. I came home. I was, I was gone for three days. I come home. He's laying on the hearth of the fireplace, and he just he doesn't even lift his head. He just kind of like moves his eyes like, I got gotcha. you. I mean, he is just slowed down so much. He's like, 
I'm retired. These are my golden years, sir. Anyway, rough greens. If you sprinkle rough greens on your dog's food, not only are they going to like it more, it has everything in it, vitamins, minerals, probiotics, antioxidants, everything you need for your dog to be healthy. Uno went from the pickiest eater on the planet to wolfing his food down anytime you would put it down in front of him. Try it out with your dog. You'll see what I mean. You get your first trial bag for free. You just pay for shipping at roughgreens.com slash Beck. That's roughgreens.com slash Beck. Or you can call them at 833-GLEN33. That's 833-GLEN33. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. Hour number two coming up in uh, just a second as we're 15 seconds away from joining the national broadcast. talk to you about the importance of the truth how no man can know the right direction in the absence of truth and debate let me give you a couple of stories the uh, manifesto from the nashville shooter is out now it shows that this transgender student wanted to go shoot up white people for their privilege This is DEI stuff. It was happening the day before the Trans Day of Vengeance. Do you think those two are connected? A transgender person goes in to kill Christians and whites who the administration is saying is the biggest danger to transsexuals and to democracy. Then the FBI hides that information. They suppress it so it can't come out. We only had three pages of the document to see what it was really about, which means the federal government was lying to us. From the get-go, they lied to us. Same thing with January 6th. There's a new story out on Blaze Media, the Capitol Police officer who lied, perjured himself in court. How do we know? Because we now, thanks to the Speaker of the House, have all of the videotapes from January 6th. They've been released to the blaze. We're going through all of them. We have verified now that two people, 
that were responsible for most of the years in prison for people perjured themselves clearly on videotape, which means the government lied and could commit all kinds of atrocities or abuses in the name of that lie. And then today we find out the Federal Communications Commission next week is turning over all powers of the internet to the administrative state. The administration will control for the first time in something that is more far-reaching than anything that has ever been for done for technology, probably outside of nuclear weapons. They will control everything beginning next week on the internet. Well, we wanted to get Benjamin Weingarten on because the truth matters. And we have been suppressed over and over again, and he has some new evidence. He's from The Federalist. He's our senior contributor and Real Clear Investigations editor at large. Benjamin Weingarten joins me in 60 seconds. First, miracles can happen. In fact, they happen every single day, and sometimes they happen in a way that seem normal. But they aren't. Consider this. Because of people like you every single day, the Ministry of Preborn is helping to rescue 200 babies from being aborted. You can't tell me that's not a miracle. Preborn offers free ultrasounds, so expecting mothers mothers get to meet their unborn child, his, hear his or her heartbeat, see the fingers and the toes. And that's not all. They offer these mothers maternity clothes, doctor visits, the help they need when choosing life, the help they need, they feel alone and they don't have the resources. And all of this they do because of generous people like you who believe in saving not just the baby, but the mom as well. A $28 donation, the price of an ultrasound, could make the difference between life and death. And when you give any amount to preborn, it's all tax deductible and goes directly to that work. Dial pound 250, say the keyword baby. It's pound 250, keyword baby, to donate at preborn.com slash Beck. That's preborn.com slash Beck, sponsored by Preborn. Benjamin. Ben. Glenn, thanks for having me. You bet. Uh, boy, what a disturbing day on, uh, on freedom of speech, uh, quite frankly. Um, you've been doing investigation uh, and it's come out in dribs and drabs uh, here and there. Um, but it, you hit some things that I think are so important. This report where I'm a super spreader of misinformation during the last last election. Is there is there something more nefarious than just smearing me and the Blaze TV? Yeah, well, you uh, were in good company with. Dozens upon dozens, if not hundreds, of other Americans, ranging from the former president of the United States, who was actually targeted for censorship, not only by this quote-unquote public-private partnership that I'm sure we'll talk about, but actually by subordinates in an executive agency, alongside journalists and everyday Americans, who had their social media posts in 2020 surveilled en masse to the tune of hundreds of millions of tweets looked at by people who probably don't share your politics and our politics, and then had masses of that content flagged to the social media companies to suppress that content. And this public-private partnership 
was hatched in conjunction with actually by interns who were working at a federal agency in the national security apparatus. And this is the tip of the iceberg, I think, to a censorship industrial complex, as it's been called, or a public-private censorship regime. And what we've reported at Real Clear Investigations are new details about the inner workings of this so-called public-private partnership, who specifically was targeted by it, what speech was targeted, namely protected core political speech in this First Amendment assault, and then how intimately involved government agencies themselves were in getting social media companies to censor Americans, again, en masse, on election administration and election outcomes. The purest political speech, protected First Amendment speech that there is. What's amazing to me is in this particular um, narrative that they were squashing uh, of mine, I was warning in September, I did two shows in September and October about color revolution and how the playbook, literally the playbook from the Democrats, we had the copy of it. I mean, I I show you the pages of it um, was was putting together what amounted to the same strategy as our State Department's color revolution should Donald Trump win the election. And I warned the president. I warned the people look for these things. It wasn't to uh, it wasn't to start a color revolution. It wasn't to overthrow the government. It was a warning that people were planning to destabilize the government through some of these organizations. And it was their own plan. How did that become a super spreader of disinformation? Well, the national security apparatus and its apparent cutouts and force multipliers doing business as academic or research entities or think tanks have taken this idea and put on steroids that wrong think disfavored speech about virtually anything of significance itself could pose a threat to our election system, to our public health infrastructure, to our financial services infrastructure, to virtually anything the government conceive of can conceive of. And so if you propagate speech that they deem to be delegitimizing or undermining, quote unquote, our democracy, that poses a threat to our democracy. And that is liable to not only be suppressed by the social media companies that is on the digital public square, by what have become essentially federally deputized speech police, but you can actually go to jail for it. And we have the perfect example of this in the case that I'm sure you're familiar with of Douglas Mackey, who puts out a tweet in 2016, say, which says, text your number to vote for Hillary Clinton to this number, hashtag I'm with her. And it's clearly a satirical post. Well, the feds prosecuted him for suppression of voting rights, because somebody might have texted their number there to vote for her, not realizing that it wasn't actually a vote. Douglas Mackey was just sentenced a couple weeks ago to seven months in jail for that satirical tweet. And by the way, that same law is being hung around the neck of Donald Trump in the January 6th case. So there is a censorship to criminalization pipeline that's been built, and it's all premised on the idea that if Americans hold ideas that our ruling regime doesn't like, 
it poses a threat to that regime. They'll say it poses a threat to democracy and that it incites domestic violent extremism. And so there's a national security or public health or protecting of our critical infrastructure justification for the censorship. But what it's really dressing up is quashing of dissent and chilling of dissenters. So, Ben, where are we headed? I mean, I look at all of the stuff that's happening now with Islamophobia, where they're trying to convince the American people it's Islamophobia that is the real trouble, when we all know that it's anti-Semitism that is growing through the roof right now and a real danger to our, our, our way of life. And, you know, they didn't say anything when they were trying to tear the gates down of the White House. And if you think if they couldn't get past that gate, they wouldn't have gone in and, you know, done all kinds of damage to the White House. You're fooling yourself. The White House didn't do anything about that. Nothing. Um, if they control um, all speech and they can silence people like you or like me when we're talking about uh, the true nature of Hamas and they s- decide that we're a problem because we're spreading by telling the truth, Islamophobia, they wipe us out and you got you got no protection for the Jews or anyone else that they decide is on the wrong side. And you can apply this to basically any aspect of speech that might not comport with what authorized opinions are, according to our ruling elites. There's a very telling quote from the director of CISA, which is this DHS sub-agency, Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency. It's a mouthful, but which is devoted to protecting our critical infrastructure. And the director of that sub-agency, which helped spearhead and was the tip of the spear of the national security state's efforts to surveil and censor speech directly and by proxy. She has said that our most critical infrastructure is our cognitive infrastructure. Translation, mind control is an imperative of the national security apparatus, and it's going to engage in a whole of society effort to ensure the American mind is controlled. Now, on this much more narrow point that you're making, and it's such an important one, this, this, this elevation of Islamophobia, which, by the way, Islamophobia is now being raised as the issue of our time in response to the slaughter of Jews at a level of an equivalent of 50,000 Americans with atrocities on par with, if not more disgusting with, than what occurred during the Holocaust. They are leveraging the slaughter of Jews to silence criticism of the administration and its partners in the Middle East. Because let's not forget, of course, the entire Biden administration policy towards the Middle East, which is really just the third term of the Obama-Biden administration, was to make Iran the strong course, flood its coffers with billions of dollars, not impose sanctions on it, let it build up Hezbollah, Hamas, its other proxies, and make it the dominant power while putting the screws to Israel. So the Biden administration has blood on its hands in the slaughter of Americans and Israelis in Israel. And now they want to use Islamophobia as a way to shut up dissent that points to the disastrous consequences of their policies. That's certainly a part of it. More broadly, if you look at what Islam says about speech and you use Islamophobia as a pretext to shut people up who want to speak freely and openly, honestly, 
about Islam and Islamic supremacism. It's basically imposing, it's an attempt to impose Islamic speech codes on Americans. Mm -hmm. It's just totally anathema, antithetical to our system. And what this points to is our ruling elites just cannot tolerate any form of dissent. They had a near-death experience with Donald Trump. They had Mm -hmm. a near-death experience with Brexit. And they can't allow the people to think for themselves, speak for themselves. They have to constrain us and shut us up using ever more disturbing and Orwellian Chinese Communist Party style modus operandi to shut us up. So, Ben, I've I've got about 45 seconds. Who's taking this seriously? And is, is anybody working to dismantle this? So Republicans in the House primarily and some in the Senate as well have tried to put forth legislation to first they've done oversight to expose this regime. And second, they've put forth legislation to try and freeze federal speech police from engaging with the social media companies to shut up largely conservative Americans and dissenters on COVIDian orthodoxy and a slew of other issues. Beyond that, there's a massive Supreme Court case. It was called Missouri v. Biden, now Murphy v. Missouri. That is the preeminent case going before the court next term where the Supremes are going to rule on whether federal agencies, including the Biden White House, violated our First Amendment rights through colluding, coercing, cajoling the social media companies to censor wrong thinkers. And another question the plaintiffs in the case have asked the court to take up is whether or not these third party cutouts as well should be barred from working with the feds to mass surveil and flag for suppression and censorship our speech. So the legislative and judicial avenues are open. We'll see what happens. Ben, thanks so much. Benjamin Weingarten, Federalist uh, Senior Contributor and Real Clear Investigations uh, Editor-at-Large. Appreciate it, Ben. God bless. Thanks for having me, Glenn. Appreciate it. So Thanksgiving is just a couple weeks away, which means the best GenuCell sale of the year. Just in time for the holidays, the GenuCell most popular package is back for you to look stunning at all of your Thanksgiving gatherings and with the brand new genucell 3 included in your most popular package you're gonna lose you're gonna look like about 10 15 20 years younger i mean it's guaranteed you you make the decision look at it see if you're happy with the product i think you will be sunny from rockford illinois is he says he gives genucells five stars because the products do exactly what they promise to do it's working i love all the products and i highly recommend it take advantage of the genucell best sale of the year and take say goodbye to fine lines crow's feet bags and puffiness laugh lines and dark spot it's really the best in skincare so why not indulge yourself with the genucell experience it's like no other don't take my word for it though go to genucell.com beck and get a great holiday discount better than 70% off on GenuCell's most popular package with GenuCell 3 and the Dark Spot Corrector. And for results in 12 hours or less, the immediate effects is also included free. Go to GenuCell.com slash Beck, GenuCell.com slash Beck. You get a free upgrade to priority shipping at checkout. It's G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com slash Beck. 10 seconds, station ID. You know, you you're you're you can rest assured it's pretty evil when it's all secret, when it's all secret, and then people deny it over and over and over again, and then they just do it anyway after they're caught. Um, you know, we are dealing with evil. We are not fighting one another. We are fighting darkness. And you know, I I think that's what's happening in Ohio today. 
You know, look at the bloodlust of of the left. It is bloodlust. You know, go and exact revenge on people. It's all that is, is revenge. Anti-racism is racism. But more importantly, it's revenge. Mm. The bloodlust of Hamas, the bloodlust of abortion. Shout your abortion. They, I mean, look at what they're doing in Ohio with the uh, with the uh, poll today. Yeah, I mean, they are doing everything they can to fool people into voting for this thing, even if they're not for abortion. Listen, listen to the wording of this. Um, in, in the this state, is the ballot. This is the ballot. In, 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 they're voting on this today in Ohio. Uh, in the state constitution, it would have the right to make and carry out one's reproductive decisions, including but not limited to decisions on contraception. Okay, um, who's stopping, trying to stop that? Fertility treatment. Is there anyone trying to stop fertility treatment? No. Um, continuing one's own pregnancy? Is there is there a movement? People like, hey, you, hey, you pregnant lady, you can't have that pregnancy. Like, is there a movement going on with that? Miscarriage care and abortion at the very end. Now, if you are an average person who does not pay attention to this like i'm not gonna give the government all that power i don't i don't wait i don't want them to have they're they're, they're gonna stop me being able to have contraception you're gonna stop my wife from her own from her own pregnancy wait wait, of course so very what's going on here is it's worded in a way to try to fool people into ending the lives of children and like i would love to come up with a non that's just pure evil description for that i would love to come up with a a a, some sort of explanation that didn't lead me to a a, a being that's red with horns but honestly i can't come up with one it just seems like if you're going to these lengths to convince people to end the lives of children you might just be a bad person i you're at where i was a year ago i remember i swore off i do i do remember i swore off the word evil and i i got to a point where every single thing is like this it just dead ends into satan it just just dead ends and you're like there's nothing else at the end of this alley but evil that's that's all that's the only thing you can explain and it's all connected the bloodlust is all connected The Glenn Beck Program. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Now's the time for you to reduce your monthly bills and start saving more money. And I need you to know that I mean that 100%. God only knows where things are going to be for a year from now. 100%. That is only he knows. I have no idea. Six months. I don't know what it's going to be like tomorrow. If someone who has to use credit cards a lot is you... Chances are pretty fair you could end up with debt to your eyeballs eventually. The credit card interest rate today is 33 to 35%. That's insanity. If you're a homeowner, maybe American Financing can help. In 10 minutes, they can do a free financial review that will show what your options are. People are doing this from this audience. They're saving an average of $700 a month every month. Please. Get free of some of these financial burdens if you can. American Financing. Find out if it's right for you. 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440. AmericanFinancing.net. 
Head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn. Get on board with Blaze TV. You can save 36 bucks with the subscription right now with the code Glenn Plus. A 65-year-old Jewish man in Los Angeles was killed last night after an anti-Israel protester allegedly smashed him over the head with a megaphone. This <laughs> Wow, that's one way to tell that story. That's not what I read at all. Well, it's our Islamophobia update for the day. Oh, okay. Because I was, uh, I was looking at NBC News, and this is how they described that. I think it's much more accurate. Oh, okay. Man dies after hitting head during Israel and Palestinian rallies in California. Witnesses said Paul Kessler was in a confrontation with protesters and fell and struck his head. Huh. He died. That's how that's how NBC News told the story. Huh. Wow, what is this thing about the, you? The man was at a protest against Israel near Westlake Boulevard. So it's not Israeli-Palestine. It is an anti-Israel. Uh, oh. Westlake Boulevard, Ventura City, when he was allegedly attacked by another man with a megaphone. Uh, the severe injuries he suffered led to his death on Monday night. Local law enforcement in Los Angeles confirmed the tragic death of a Jewish man due to a head injury sustained during an altercation with a pro-Palestinian protester using a megaphone. The incident occurred during demonstrations in North Los Angeles neighborhood. A video of the incident showed the man lying on the sidewalk in a pool of his blood. A woman with a Palestinian flag uh, and sign Attempted to help him. So that's some good news. So, uh, so there you go. Kessler was carrying an Israeli flag when he was reportedly struck in the head by a Palestinian activist wielding a megaphone. Yeah, he fell. Let's, let's, let's summarize it. He fell. You know, he hit his head when he fell. Okay, how about this one? How about this one? Um, an Indianapolis uh, woman, the Indianapolis Metro Metropolitan Police Department, says this woman is in custody after allegedly driving her car into a building she thought was a Jewish school over the weekend. Again, in our Islamophobia is on the rise file. According to a police report, officers were called to the building, which officials say is used by the Israelite School of Universal and Practical Knowledge. Upon arrival, officers say they found Ruba, whatever her name, 34, who backed her car into the building while several adults and children were inside. Police labeled her a terrorist. Man. You'd think you'd take the time to make sure it was a Jewish school before you were going to attack a Jewish school. It's a Hebrew Israelite. Uh, and she, she was watching the news coverage of the Israel Hamas war on television. She mm -hmm. got, she was so upset and, uh, and had offended really by the symbol on the outside of this building. She decided to attack the building. That's a psychotic mm -hmm. behavior. Mm -hmm. I don't know if anyone knows that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, did, did the, did the building fall too on the sidewalk? The Is that Jewish? It, it fell, fell after it hit some its bricks head. just <laughs> fell off the wall yeah. for some reason. A Jewish facility, uh, was not targeted cause this wasn't, um, it was ironic misidentification. Mm. Um, they are saying that, um, Jews should be, uh, vigilant. Then an Arizona man again in our, my God. Gosh, can we stop with the Islamophobia file? <laughs> An Arizona man, according to the Department of Justice, announced they have arrested the Arizona man for sending an email 
to allegedly execute a local rabbi and every other Jew I can find tonight at midnight of your Sabbath. Okay, so you see what's happening in the country? Do you see the Islamophobia that is everywhere? I can barely get anywhere around it. Now, good thing that our government is so supportive of Israel. But they want some common sense here as well. The Biden administration refused to sell American weapons to Israel. We're not going to send them the ARs that we promised. Unless it provides guarantees the guns would not be given to civilians living in the West Bank. That's Judea and Samaria. So this administration is telling this small country of Jews that they can't have American guns to defend themselves in a war. In a war. If I saw this and I was Jewish and living in American, or if I were just anyone living in American, I would be at the gun store today. This is our administration supposedly supporting Israel. To the point that they're endorsing genocide, according to Rashida Tlaib. Exactly right. Mm -hmm. They requested the United States sell it thousands of M16 rifles because of the slaughter of their citizens. But the Biden administration will not approve the sale until Israel guarantees the critical weapons would not reach civilian outposts Mm. In the Judea and Samaria area, uh, which the White House calls the West Bank. I'm concerned, Glenn, that uh, this lack of self-defense capability for citizens in Israel could cause many of them to fall over on the sidewalk. This could happen again at any time. And, uh, you know, that comes usually from wearing like a bloody shirt. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. I didn't realize that. Yeah, they're wearing this bloody shirt and somebody says, hey, look bang your bloody shirt and then they look down they fall over they get tipsy and then they die mysteriously mysteriously Mm -hmm. yeah yeah it's just like um uh, this reminds me of the time a few years ago when the world trade center just fell down on the sidewalk and uh you know it was it was i think it was mainly caused by islamophobia but also i mean i guess just it was a gravity related incident i guess that's the best way to describe it well if you can call islamophobia gravity Mm, that's that's a, that's powerful. Yeah, I, th- I thought so. <laughs> yeah. Now, um, by the way, um, U.S. watchdogs warn of danger to the aid we're sending Hamas in in Hamas-controlled Gaza. <clears throat> so, the Office of the Inspector General of the United States Agency for International Development acts as a watchdog. Says. Gaza and Hamas is a high-risk area for potential diversion and misuse of U.S.-funded humanitarian assistance. Now, what they don't understand is, unlike the Israelis, Hamas has already promised that they won't do it. And so so has Ukraine. We send over... $120 billion over to Ukraine, not a single accountant, but 
we took their word. They're not going to do that. And you know, and I know, all $120 billion went right to the front line. They're making Hamas pinky promise they won't use our aid dollars and our aid to help them, but instead help the people they represent. Okay, we're taking that. We took Iran on its pinky promise that if we if we let them have all that money, they would stop terror. Uh-huh. We we pinky promise with Ukraine. We know all of those guys are lying to us. And then we go hardline on Jews defending themselves and their families in their own home. You want to talk about bloodlust. This this whole thing is bloodlust. Whether you're thirsty for the blood of dead babies in abortion, whether you are thirsty for the blood of Jews, whether you're thirsty of the blood of revenge on white people, this is, this is all a blood sacrifice. This is evil. I just, I struggle for another explanation. And I like, I am the type of person who wants to come up with an explanation that it does not end there. I want something. Like, you go back to the old school version of abortion. I think it was terribly wrong. I think the fact that people, you know, were ending the lives of children was as horrific, no matter what the excuse for it is. But if you go back to that argument, it was like, look, we know abortion is bad and nobody wants it. It's, it's a terrible choice to have to make. And we should try to limit them as much as possible, as few as possible. It's the, it's the right approach. Let's do what we can. feigning compassion. Right. Let's do what we can to make sure there's, they're as rare as possible. But this needs to be a choice for women in the most extreme circumstances. I still don't buy that argument, but I mean, I can at least get to an explanation for it that isn't pure evil when it's like hey shout your abortion and let's try to fool people into voting in ohio for something that they don't even want like if you just said hey people should be able to have an abortion whenever they want if they were so proud of this process you'd think they'd just list it like that they didn't want to fool people they just say hey this is an important choice what we're talking about is ending the lives of children up to nine months you should be able to do it whenever you want vote for me because of everything that is this collective thing it mm. goes against human nature. It goes against human nature. It, it, that's why Marxism never works. That's why collectivism never works. It only ends up killing millions of people because you to enforce these things, because it goes against human nature to enforce them, you just have to start killing people. And after you've killed the number of millions that you find acceptable or the world finds acceptable, then it ends. Can we not end it that way this time? Can we not end it in millions of dead? I'm just thinking about those Democrats that might be listening or those people who just disagree with me. Tell me where I've been wrong. Tell me where I have missed, miscast what we're living now. Tell me. Because if you've listened to me for a long period of time, I get things wrong all the time. But I don't think anyone's had the general direction 
of where we are headed and what we have already passed along the way. I don't think there's anyone on earth that has been as correct as this show. What's it going to take for you to turn around and go, well, uh, I really hate what he's saying, but I should at least consider it. Back in a minute. I'm a big fan of free market, and I think the people who founded the country understood the best way to exist in a society was to strive toward a balance of freedom and moral personal responsibility. I try to use my freedom wisely. I try not to take it for granted, and I try to do business with with people who have the same kind of moral personal responsibility that they're striving for. Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative mobile company. They offer dependable nationwide coverage so you can access any of the three major networks that everybody's on. But you don't have to worry that part of your bill is going to go fund abortions at Planned Parenthood. Hello, Verizon. Send a message that you believe in and support free speech, religious freedom, the sanctity of life, the Second Amendment, our military, veterans, first responder heroes. Their 100% U.S.-based customer service team will help make switching easy, whether you're keeping the number or your phone or upgrading one or both. Go to PatriotMobile.com slash back. That's PatriotMobile.com slash back or call 972-PATRIOT. It's 972-PATRIOT. Free activation. Use the promo code BECK. PatriotMobile.com slash BECK. The Glenn Beck Program. This is the uh, Glenn Beck program. I can't believe how NBC reported the death of that Jewish man who was was hit in the head yeah. by a anti-Jewish Palestinian uh, supporter. Uh, and he dies on the street. And they just say a man fell and hit his head. What? What do you what? The media treatment of all of these issues is yeah, if you if you really squint, you can see that it's slightly different. Um, the the governor race in, in Kentucky's example of this yesterday that you know, Bashir is going as a Democrat in a red state and he's running and, he, and they said he's running on the accomplishments of Joe Biden but without bringing up Joe Biden it's a fascinating political experiment it's like I don't remember you guys saying that when Republicans were running races based on Donald Trump's achievements but not really bringing up Donald Trump because he might not have been popular in that purple state I don't remember that being it was like liars insurrectionists that's what was the coverage was then now it's it's a it's a fascinating experiment i wonder what will happen it's really important that you understand where we are on the timeline of freedom of the press and freedom of speech you have the nashville shooter um we know now that the trans shooter shot these christian children for their white privilege um, on transgender, what was it? Uh, Act Up Day or Vengeance, Day of Vengeance, Day of Vengeance. This happened the day before, and we know the White House covered it. Um, we know the January 6th stuff from what the Blaze is doing. We know they covered that. I announced today the FCC is, um, is taking the administrative state control 
of all Internet services and infrastructure in the country next year or next week. Next week, they're going to be doing this. Um, sweeping total control of the Internet. Everything. If you liked the free Internet, that's about to go away now. Um, we are we are at a dangerous place where they have grabbed control with partners, really, of social media. The government is now going to control the Internet as of next week. You have disinformation from the media. Man hits his head. Man was hit in the head by a Palestinian, another anti-Semitic uh, uh, act of violence by somebody. If, if you lose the voices like ours or Ben Shapiro or anybody that you listen to, you lose our voices, they have control, total control. Please join us, blazetv.com slash uh, Glenn. Use the promo code Glenn Plus and you'll save 36 bucks on your subscription. Do it now. The Glenn Back Program. All right, so let me tell you about uh, American Giants. I've been, uh, I've been wearing this sweatshirt uh, all day. Let's play matchmaker. American Giant is supporting Rescue 22. What that is? It's a great organization. Yeah. Matches rescue dogs with veterans who have service-related disabilities. They custom train every single dog and match the need of a veteran. American Giant has done a limited edition uh, hoodie here. You can see it. Really Rescue cool. 22 Foundation. Uh, so this is a limited edition classic full zip. This is so so good. They are... The zipper is made in America, and it's heavy. It's not heavy metal plastic like the rest of them. It is really, really good. And all profits go to fund dogs for veterans who need one. This is an example of how American Giant runs their business. Now, I'm so proud to have American Giant as a sponsor of this program. They create jobs for America. They make everything here in America. The clothing is, I mean, it will last forever. Buy American Made Rescue 22 Classic Hoodie right now at American-Giant.com slash Glenn. You need one? Get it now. American-Giant.com slash Glenn.
and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Hello, America. Restaurants in Oakland, California have been losing thousands of dollars every week. As diners come into their restaurants, they have their cars or their jewelry robbed mid-meal. Now people are not coming downtown to Oakland. Violent crime is running rampant across the Democratic-led Californian city. Business owners now comparing the area to a battleground akin to wartime Vietnam. And they should know these are some of the Vietnamese boat people that escaped from Vietnam. Their restaurants are now closing. It is not a good situation. How is this happening to us? I'll tell you in 60 seconds. Legacy Box wants you to take preservation of your family history to the next level. Right now, with their Black Friday early access sale, you can convert all of your tapes and your film reels and whatever you have to digital for $9 each. Friends and family are going to be gathering for the holiday. Brings up the memories of the past moments you probably wish you could go back and relive. All of these boxes of an old Super 8 film, the VHS tapes, the slides you got in the garage, all of them. It's time to breathe new life into them, the kind that will last forever. Legacy Box digitizes 15 other types of analog media, so you can get your favorite memories saved forever, and time is running out for those old formats, believe me. And it's running out for the huge Black Friday early access sale. Take action, relive your most important memories, and take advantage of Legacy Box best sale of the year. LegacyBox.com slash Beck. Get early access to their Black Friday sale. Get started digitizing your memories for as low as $9 a tape. That's over 60% off. LegacyBox.com slash Beck. Stories are incredibly important to humans. If you watch the brain, the human brain, as it's listening to facts and figures, listening to presentations, you'll see what lights up the brain. But what lights the brain up entirely is storytelling. What has the left done to the American story? Well, first, they took our history and they made it about names and dates that needed to be memorized. People don't even know the story of America anymore. The American story, I have to tell you, I, I've, I've kept rooms of two, 3,000 people quiet, quiet enough to hear a pin drop for two hours just telling American stories. The brain lights up everywhere. It's how we learn as people. We started telling stories around the campfire. We don't do that anymore. That's really important. Sitting outside around a campfire and looking up into the stars, which most Americans can't do because it's too bright out. It makes you reflect and think. Stories are used to pass the time, to teach each other, to entertain 
But I think the most important is to teach one another and our children to pass the lessons that we have learned. Now, there are some stories that have become tradition, but those stories are going away. Look what's happening to Snow White. That story's going away. Timeless tales whose characters are archetypes. They are meant to stand there to help us find our way. Tales of good and evil, light and darkness, growth and adversary. Adversaries that come from everywhere. The Bible comes to mind with stories, but there's... There's much more there. The greatest literature, Melville, Shakespeare, The Lion King. Yes, I put The Lion King in because I want to tell you, I want to tell you the real stories, the Disney stories, the ones that Walt would have recognized. They are built with that exact purpose. It's why he built the parks to teach and help people remember who they are and where they came from. To give Americans a place to experience and learn the best that America had to offer. In his words, to hold up the truths that built America, the hard facts, and to hold them high in the air as a beacon of light and hope for the rest of the world to see. Wow. Pinocchio, Sleeping Beauty, Beauty and the Beast, The Lion King. Let me explain. Let me retell the story of Simba here. Simba is the boy prince. He is born to great responsibility. Remember, everything the light touches is our kingdom, Simba. One day the sun will set on my time here and will rise with you as the new king. But Simba's young. He's impatient. He doesn't like hard work. He doesn't want to study. He's also inexperienced and gullible. He was born into royalty, so he didn't have to struggle. He's taking everything he has for granted. It will always be this way. Because his father... King Mufasa embodies order and with it the rule of law and peace and stability and prosperity for the kingdom. That's who Mufasa is. That's what he embodies. But like always, there can be no light without dark. There cannot be order without some chaos and chaos pops its ugly head eventually. This is Scar. Mufasa's jealous and resentful, malevolent brother. Scar thinks the kingdom should be his. Scar wants justice. He wants it in his way. It should be his. And using Simba as bait, he kills the king. In the aftermath, Scar assumes the crown and exiles Simba. Run. Okay, so that's the first part. Simba's been duped. Because Simba was ignorant, young, 
foolish. Then he goes off into exile and he meets a different archetype. Two useless frat boys who teach him the secret of never having a care in the world. Hakuna Matata. No worries. What a horrible philosophy this is. But one that Simba adopts. Have no cares because nothing matters. It's all good. It's all the same. Nothing is getting worth getting worked up over. You're just going to die younger if you do that. Hakuna Matata. What a perfect, abject way to lead a completely useless, meaningless, empty life. And that's what Simba does. He becomes a frat boy lion. Life is nothing but an endless spring break. Now listen to this. He even ends up eating the bugs. Is that you, Klaus? He winds up eating bugs. Meaning... He gives up something essential to his own nature as a lion. He's a carnivore. He's a hunter. He's an apex predator. And he eats bugs. And when his childhood sweetheart, Nala, finds him, he's all grown up. But is he? Because he's entirely useless. All of the lessons he learned as he grew up after his father's death were meaningless. They wind up rolling around the grass like they were when they were kids. Only this time it ends with her giving him a look that gets a knowing chuckle out of the adults in the theater. But Simba has no idea what to do next. And when she says, you've got to come back, the kingdom is in disarray, darkness and chaos taken over, everything is dying, you're needed. What does he say? Doesn't matter. Akuna Matata. Sometimes bad things happen and there's nothing you can do about it, so why worry? What is Simba doing here? Simba is rejecting his birthright. He is rejecting his responsibility. He chooses to remain comfortably useless. Akuna Matata. But wait, I, he does save the day, right? I mean, there is a happy ending. Yes, because of Rafiki, the magic man, the spiritual advisor. It's his job to be the kingdom's repository of wisdom. And he shows up. And he gives Simba a vision of his father, who tells him, if you remember rather sternly, you have forgotten who you are, and so you have forgotten me. Look inside yourself, Simba. You are more than you have become. Take your place remember who you are you are my son and the one true king i think we should watch this movie again except maybe in, under a different lens because we're simba especially men have become simba we're eating the bugs We're Simba, America, the West in general, 
Way too many of us. Simba, what difference does it make? I've got other things to do. It's all going to be fine. We've chosen comfort and a life of Hakuna Matata. Nothing matters. Why should we even strive for anything? We are actually literally considering now eating the bugs. We've forgotten our place. We have deserted our post. There may have been a nasty scarred lion that scared us out of our responsibility. But we cannot forsake our responsibility. We cannot forget our father. We have forgotten our figurative father by forgetting or even actively erasing the culture that produced us, its history, its lessons, its values. We are forgetting who America, who the West really is. We don't know our founders, our country's fathers anymore. Some of us who are lucky enough to have had parents or grandparents who really struggled have literally forgotten the, the, the lessons of our fathers and our grandfathers. Too many of us have forgotten or pushed out our father in heaven, the true king, the one from whom we get our charge. In the meantime, what's happening? The same thing that was happening when Simba was gone. Chaos is running rampant. Darkness isn't just gathering. It's here. It's flowing across the threshold uh, into the house itself. Man, could we use a Rafiki right now? Boy, could we use a priest, a minister, a rabbi, a historian or two. Either way, America... It's time to finish growing up. Grow up. Realize the weather is... No. Realize the weather has changed. It's time to hear the voice of our Father again, calling us out to take our place. It's time to remember who we are. We are children of the freest, most just, most equal, greatest, best culture man has ever built. Do we suck right now? Yes. Have we sucked really bad in other times? Yes. But we've been better than any other culture in the history of the world. Let's strive to do better this time. We are also the most successful by any measure of human flourishing, material or otherwise, that an intellectually honest observer might use. And it is great because at times it's very, very good. And why was it good? Because it was built upon the values and principles that our father taught us. And as long as we remember those, it lives we need to remember all of that. We need to take our place. We are more than what we have become. You were not born for nothing. You were born for a reason. You have a place. Your life has meaning. What you do makes a difference. It matters. We matter.
to all the Simbas of the world. Remember who you are. Inflation, it's a thing. And why am I still talking about it? Well, gas is up, food is up, rent is up, health care and insurance is up. Everything is inflated except the value of your dollar. And it seems like everyone on the entire earth has raised their prices. Well, except for one, Goldline. On July 1st, Goldline quietly, with no fanfare, decreased their prices across the board. They did it to say thank you and give back to their clients. Prices were reduced for physical delivery orders, retirement accounts, the industry-leading accumulation program. They also added a new referral program that includes free medals for clients who refer friends and family. Goldline is trying to do the right thing by their customers in these tough times, so call them up today. Find out how they can help you. This week, Goldline has a packaged special deal for you. When you purchase one of Goldline's Gold Legal Tender Bar cards and one of their Silver Maple Flex bars, you're going to receive 100 of the Mind Your Business Silver Bars at no additional charge. Take advantage of the special right now. It's this week only. 866-GOLDLINE. 866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. 10 seconds, station ID. So why are our cities all collapsing? Why, why is violent crime running rampant across California and across Oakland? Why are businesses going out? Because the hyenas are in charge. That's why. Now, they've, they've done some quick thinking in England. There's a new study out. When a smoker buys a pack of cigarettes in certain countries, they're greeted with not only a text, but also a gruesome image on the health impacts and blackened gums and throats damaged by cancer. Those picture warnings work. They've been shown to increase the likelihood that smokers will quit and even reduce the chances that certain people will buy cigarettes. In a study that has just been published this week in the journal Appetite, Researchers in England uh, explain how they tested labels that warn people of health, climate, and pandemic risks of meat. And the consumption of meat on all those that were tested went down 10%. They added things like eating too much red meat, uh, such as burgers and steaks, has been linked with health impacts like increased risk of type 2 diabetes, coronary heart disease, stroke, and some cancers. Eating meat is also bad for the climate as it contributes to greenhouse gases and deforestation when trees are cleared to make space for cattle uh, and feed. Meat and dairy together produce nearly 15% of global greenhouse gas emissions. Okay? So they put that along with, uh, you know, a, a scorched earth picture on the menu. And you know what? I'm going to be fine with this. I'm absolutely fine with this. As long as I can put, and today is a good day to talk about this because it's election day in some states, a warning label on the Democrats. Warning. Warning. Voting for Democrats has been linked with health impacts such as higher prices on drugs and medical insurance, which can lead to death. Voting Democrat also seriously increases the odds that the medical rights of your children will be taken from you, leading to gender mutilation 
an untested dangerous hormone therapy that has now been banned in most European countries. If you're pregnant, voting for a Democrat has been directly linked to sudden death of infants in women's health centers. Voting for Democrats also leads to inflation, poverty, loss of speech, property rights, parental rights, and loss of common decency. May cause spiritual blindness and death. The Glenn Beck Program. All right, do you ever think back to that time? Doesn't seem too long ago. When we weren't dealing with pain every day. The pain in our butts and actual physical pain. Remember how much easier it was just to live life? How about going back to that time? If you're like me, you've lived in pain. You uh, feel like you've tried everything. You're probably saying it's it's not going to work for me. Well, let me just tell you, Relief Factor is a daily supplement that helps your body fight that pain. It's 100% drug-free. It was developed by doctors to help reduce or eliminate pain. Over a million people have tried Relief Factor's Quick Start Kit. 70% of them have gone on to order it again and again. I happen to be one of them. See how Relief Factor can help you. Their three-week Quick Start Kit. It's 1995. It comes with Relief Factor's Feel Better or Your Money Back Guarantee. So why not give it a try? Visit relieffactor.com or just call them at 800 the number 4 relief. That's 800 the number 4 relief. When you feel the difference, you know it works. relieffactor.com 1-800-4 relief. Head over to blazetv.com/glen and get signed up to Blaze TV today. Use the promo code glenplus and save 36 bucks. Welcome back to the uh, program. As the world burns down, what is our Speaker of the House doing? Um, I don't know. Remember, we have the fight to aid Israel um, and and not Hamas. We have the fight to secure the border. We have the fight to discover the truth of what our government has really uh, become. By the way, I misspoke earlier today. I said that we had all of the videotape from January 6th. It was my understanding that we were receiving it. Uh, apparently, that is the word, but uh, the Speaker of the House has has not done anything yet. Um, you know, I'm sure he's very busy doing stuff that is important. I hope that he is also working on the budget and we're passing uh, budget. Otherwise, you know. Two weeks, we come up to that. Oh, my gosh, they're going to shut down the government. It's good to have optimism for him and and everything that uh, he's going to do. However, you know, I I know that we were supposedly going to have access to all these tapes when McCarthy was in. So I can't imagine we're not going to get them now. Uh, Let me go to Chip Roy, who is uh, our congressman from the great state of Texas. Hello, Chip. Hey, Glenn, how are you? Good. How, How is our new speaker of the House so far? Well, Mike's been doing a good job. Like, we got two weeks of data. Uh, the first step, the first big thing he did was uh, isolating uh, Israel, making sure we pass it standalone, and then using the expansion of the Internal Revenue Service and take $14.5 billion out of that pot of money, about 70-something billion sitting over to there, pay for it. and use that to pay for Israel. And, of course, our Democratic colleagues are choosing the IRS over Israel. Right. Um, fortunately, 12 of them didn't, but... Uh, we got to keep going down that road. That was the right approach by Speaker Johnson. We got to encourage that. 
And now as we're dealing with the spending issues, the so-called CR debate, continuing resolution, uh, we got to hold the line. And that's the message we're sending to Mike this week, um, that uh, we love him, love what he did on the IRS in Israel. That's one. Now game time on the spending bills, and we need to fight. Yeah, we are in, uh, we're in deep trouble with the spending, as you know, uh, and the securing of our border. Uh, I mean, it, it, nothing is happening there. Uh, Biden said he was willing to, you know, secure our border. It shows he has absolutely um, no care in the world for the damage that is being done to our, uh, our, our republic. Well, Glenn, you're 100% correct, and we've talked about this on your show. What's happening is totally indefensible, and you know that, and I know that, and every American knows that. The number of people who have come in, the amount of fentanyl, the amount of deaths, the amount of danger the Texans are put in, the impact on our economy, the $10 billion we've had to spend in Texas to do the job of the federal government. So we've got to do something about the border. Now, the current thinking in this town is that we need to leverage Ukraine in order to force border security. Now, the problem is, and I'm I'm sure you're going to agree, well, that accepts the premise of Ukraine in the first place. Yes. So what we're trying to fight through right now is what debate do we need to have about whether any more money to Ukraine is acceptable or defensible, right? And so that's kind of a condition president we have to establish. And so we're trying to force that conversation, transparency, where the money's going to go, uh, how it's used. Is it in our national security interest? And if so, is it enough of that to then warrant using it as a kind of you know, leverage point to force border security? So, so here's a hypothetical. We tell the Democrats, look, you, you, your whole lives depend apparently on funding another country's uh, proxy war. So, okay, you want to do that. So let's say $36 billion over, over 12 months. I'm this hypothetical one. I'm not advocating this. If you do that and we say $3 billion a month, provided, however, there are no releases of any individuals into the United States, period. And then we'll dole out that $3 billion as a way to leverage and force Biden, who has no interest in following the law. So we pass H.R. 2, force him to sign it, and then we you know, dole out some dollars and say, look, we're going to hold you accountable to this. Now, that's that's a hypothetical that we're discussing, um, and we might do that. But for me, the, the question before us right now is we got this funding of government question coming up, and I just want to ask you and the people listening to your show, do you think that I, as an elected member of Congress, should agree to continue funding at the Nancy Pelosi spending levels of last December? No. And keep funding DHS and keep funding Mayorkas and keep funding the United Nations and keep funding UNRWA and keep funding a DOJ weaponized against the American people. No. In order to give time for appropriations bills to get negotiated. My answer to that is no. You've got to give me cuts. You've got to give me something in order to buy more time to pass the appropriations bills. I'm glad we've passed seven appropriations bills. It's better than previous Congresses. But so what? Until they get signed into law, changing policies and cutting spending, then it's not doing the American people any good. So for me, I'm not going to vote for a so-called clean CR. And that's what's being floated. And some of the people in this town are trying to pressure Mike to agree to a clean CR. And I just flat out disagree with it, and I'm going to fight it.
Yeah, they're, I mean, Chip, uh, uh, the, the, just the interest rate alone at what we are borrowing things at now continues to go up. We, by 2030 or 2033, we will be able to pay for social security and interest alone. Not the light bills, not any perk, nothing. Just social security, what we've promised, and interest. No, no war machine. What the hell is wrong with people in Washington? What, what do they think is going to happen? A 1% increase in interest rates increases our total uh, interest load about $180 billion. Think about that, Glenn. And that's what we're doing. Well, I... Uh... I, I recommend you have a hard spine here. I, I don't think that there is any reason to not go back to the spending levels of 2019 before the emergencies. There's no reason. None. None. Can you give me one? No, Glenn, look, I'm with you. And, and so I, I will give this a little bit of a grace because it's important. Mike's come on the job. He's been here two weeks setting up his team. His first shot out of the gate was a good one. Yep. IRS funding for Israel. Yep. I'm trying to help set the stage for the next steps. And I'm sorry, I'm walking over to meet with Mike. You're getting some echoing in the hallway. But, yeah. but look, my pressure point here is you got to change this town. You give me something that I can sink my teeth into. For example, fine. You want an extension of the current funding levels in order to buy time to get appropriations bills passed? Okay. But I want the disaster aid that we already passed by continuing, res- I mean, by unanimous consent or whatever. When we voted for it a few weeks ago, we passed a, a uh, disaster supplemental that was unpaid for, $16 billion. I want to see Israel get done paid for. That's $30 billion that we will save. And I want to see a serious and concrete path for getting the appropriations bills passed in December. You give me all that, now you're in the zip code of something I can listen to. But what about capping the so-called Inflation Reduction Act subsidies that are destroying the American economy? What about other changes that we should do to force spending down and to free up the American people to create wealth? What about border security? So these are the things I'm raising. Do not ask me to continue to fund the government that's killing my my people, that's at war with the people that I represent, because I can't do that. So, Chip, I I got to throw another log on the fire here for you. I'm sorry to do this because I know you're so bogged down with everything else. But there's a story that came out yesterday about the FCC. And we've talked to the commissioner of FCC. And it is the most far-reaching administrative state uh, power grab in the history of technology. Um, they're passing it next Tuesday. It's all but done. It will take centrist Republicans to try to convince them to back off on this. But it's three two for the Democrats in in the vote next week. Um, and it gives the administration total control over everything, all expansion, all uh, infrastructure, all rates, everything, everything under the FCC, and that happens Tuesday. So there, this is, you're right, that's a log on the fire. I could give you about 20 logs on the fire. I know, I, I know. Right, right, you know, right now, the deposition's going on for uh, Weiss, uh, what we're seeing in terms of the you know Biden situation, Hunter Biden yes. and the president, and the family of corruption. We could go down the list of the things that are happening right now with 
you know, uh, ATF and the exertion of their authority over the American people, the prohibition of distributing weapons to people around the world and helping people, um, the extent to which they're claiming that yeah, the FCC, what you're just talking about right there. Um, we've got, I mean, there's a litany of things, which goes to my point about the paying for us funding yes. a federal bureaucracy that's at war with the people we yes. represent. Glenn. So yes. that's, that's the question here. Look, I said it at the mic in front of Republicans this morning in the conference. I don't talk about private meetings very much. So I'm not going to say what other people said, but I will tell you what I said, which was how on earth can we justify spending at the current level that is last year's Nancy Pelosi levels that 17 Republican senators joined with to pass. The rest of us opposed it. We all opposed it violently. And now we're just going to vote for it again. You're going to vote to perpetuate it. You're going to do that for two years. We're going to spend and fund a DHS that is leaving our border wide open, an IRS that's expanded and going after citizens, a DOJ that is weaponized and going after the American people, the FCC you just described, an ATF that's targeting the American people. We're going to fund UNRWA, right, which is funding Palestinians who are at war with the people of Israel. We're going to fund the United Nations that just voted against Israel and in favor of Hamas. USAID. In what universe would we do that? N- not in any sane universe. Chip, go into your meeting. Uh, we'll say a prayer for you that you are filled with uh, the right words and you do no harm and you can get across to the speaker and get him to do the things that that he will know he needs to do. Thank Thanks, you. Glenn. God bless you all. God Great bless you. As always. You bet. Bye-bye. Bye. Amen. Okay. Hope you said a prayer there. Um, my pillow. You know, when you want to get new towels, you want you want nice new towels, really absorbent towels. Uh, my mom used to always look for the towels that were for guests. I, I don't I, I don't even understand. Do people still do that? Sarah, do you know if people still do that? They have guest towels. These are for the guests. I do. Why? I don't know. Do you have guests? Nope. Yeah. OK. I don't I just don't get it. I don't get it. All mothers are alike, I swear. Go in and buy some really good towels, some, you know, really absorbent, fluffy towels. Right now, you can get a brand new six-piece towel set for an amazing introductory sale price for as low as $29.98 with my promo code BECK. You can get the designer premium line for $20 more. No matter what set you decide on, it's 50% in savings. The towels work. They're great. To find this offer, just go to MyPillow.com. Click on the Radio Listener Special Square. Check out the new MyTowel six-piece set and get 50% in savings. Remember, enter the promo code BECK. Call 800-966-3117. Get this special and many others at MyPillow.com. Promo code BECK. Join the conversation. 888-727-BECK. The Glenn Beck Program. Hello, America. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. We're glad you're here. Um, <clears throat> I want to play something that we, we talked about earlier today. Ben Weingarten was on uh, and uh, we found out that um, everybody, Google, Facebook, everybody under the direction of the United States government uh, 
shadow banned this program. I've lost 90% of my connection to you if you listen to me or try to find stuff from me on uh, Facebook. So they gave you 10% they gave me and 10%. you're complaining. And listen to this. This is what they banned us for. Now listen to this. Go ahead, play revolution becomes a primary value to the communists to the extent to which it can be used to condition the masses psychologically to accept the non-violent revolution which is offered supposedly as the only alternative we were together, now nothing we've been through revolution before america we survived a civil war and it was a revolution that started this great nation over 200 years ago so What's to fear? Millions of dollars in property damage is done. Broken my heart. The plan is for raging fires from one city to the next. Violent revolutions can be good. Our founding fathers were violent when they were fighting. Blah, blah, blah. That's what the uninformed say. That's what they say as the left slowly begins pushing that word to the forefront of our discussions, normalizing it. Revolution. Revolution. We are in the middle of a revolution, revolution. right now. Revolution. I know you can feel it. And this time it's not just Bernie Sanders and his ragtag group of far left radicals. No, it's the whole damn party. Well, tonight I'm going to show you why this revolution is nothing like anything we've ever faced before. I will show you why this one is dark, dangerous, sinister, and flat-out evil. It is calculated. The plans and preparations for a communist revolution of force and violence are far advanced. So calculated that while the left sits back with smug smirks watching as we destroy each other on the streets thanks to their plan, Trump will be the one who takes all the heat. The revolution will destroy all of us. And it's nothing short of national suicide for us to continue to ignore their plans. You know, Joe Biden should not concede under any circumstance. So, to stop it in its tracks, the first step, understanding how it began. Because while we've been hit in the face with story after story and riot after riot and death after death. Come on, OG, stay with me. Come on, OG. We've been left unable to sit back and truly see how all of this is connected and fits together. Tonight, the way America could end in 2020. We told you that three years ago, and uh, they tried to stifle it. For those of you who were um, subscribers to The Blaze, You've heard it, and you could go back and watch it. Please stay connected with us. Join us at blazetv.com slash Glenn. Uh, use the promo code and save 36 bucks by using promo code Glenn Plus. Please do it now. The Glenn Back Program.